Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forever. Dog. Everybody, it's another uh, another week, another day, another penny. Making it work. It's Michelle. Another day, another. Where's my money? Uh, it's Michelle Collins. It is uh, just thrilled to be here. Energy levels for me today will not be at a hundred. I'm gonna try to get them to seventy five percent. I like to be very um, transparent with the listener. In that, by the way, I don't know if this has happened, Dan. Maybe this has happened to you. Uh, Every woman I know has synced with their coworkers via Zoom. Their periods have synced. Every girl I work with on Sirius, and I know that it's like a pheromonal thing, like it's a smell thing. We've all synced yeah. via Zoom. So I'd like to know how that works. <laughs> we all got our periods today. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense. The you point did? is, yes. Wow. So good morning, it's never guys. Happened to me. I know. I figured. I figured. Dan and I have synced mentally, spiritually, cosmetically. Um, <laughs> we're here. Uh, so, yeah. So, I am I actually like said to Tracy, should we reschedule? But you know what? Let everyone see every side. I'm a multifaceted woman. I'm not constantly a performer. I have vulnerabilities. Uh, I'm trying to access 
that part of me more often. So maybe this is the day that we do that. Maybe this is the day you see the real me. Uh, as the moon, <laughs> as the moon wants you to see me, maybe today's the day. I don't know. Hi, Dan. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was really wonderful. I visited a friend of mine in uh, Boston. She actually lives in a neighborhood called either Jamaica Plain or Jamaica Plains. I always think of okay. uh, Jamaica from uh, Coming to America, Long Island, Jamaica. It's outside <laughs> of Boston. Very adorable, yeah. beautiful neighborhood. And uh, it was great. I saw her, her lovely husband. I met her. I'd met her children before, but I, they're growing now. Like, I think I realized I'm not good with babies when they're like two, three, when they like can't talk and they panic. It's like, get them away from me. You know, Yeah. I didn't even yeah, know I was PMSing around these kids until today. I'm like, oh, <laughs> now I see. <laughs> get the hell out of my sight. No, they were so adorable. They were like just cherubic they were smart you know when i meet smart kids that's really when oh. i get excited when like yeah i love that oh it's the best when a kid has like a good vocabulary oh my god keep that kid around <laughs> me little kids using big words is i believe one of the funniest things in the world it's so cute <laughs> don't you think did you teach them anything <laughs> you know it's funny they liked uh i guess the my friend Sarah, who I went to college with, we were Barnard girls 100 years ago. We were re- reminiscing how we were together on 9-11. We were, because we were sweet mates on oh, 9-11. So wow. that's a funny one. Wow. Um, but mm, yeah, yeah it's, it's just so funny. No, I'm, you know what I mean? Just strange that we were <laughs> yeah, right. in the same place, same time. But anyway, uh, let me ask you this before I get into this. Did you yeah. listen to oldies when you were little? Yes. What were, because I had, when I was growing up, Obviously, I love the Beatles because I think all kids pretty much do. But I like loved the Mamas and the Papas. Like I got oh, had yeah. tapes. I mean, I was so obsessed that even when in our mall, Aventura Mall, you may know it from the recent mass shooting that happened this weekend, um, which was an absolute fucking nightmare. But anyway, they had like a karaoke booth set up in the mall that you could pay money <laughs> to like record yeah. a tape. And oh, I, yeah, I remember those. Remember those? God, they were fun. Yeah. I wish they still did that shit. Like nothing is fun. Everything is done at home now. It's like maybe <laughs> we shouldn't release all technology to all people at once. Like <laughs> keep some things for fun. Right. I, re- I remember going to one at the mall and I uh, recorded Walk Like an Egyptian <laughs> and so came cute. home with my little tape. <laughs> I'm not kidding you that I would give any amount of money to hear that like i don't even know what do i have to do to get my hands on it one day when you're on jay leno they're gonna pull it up the jay jay's gonna be back you're gonna be in jay's garage on cnbc yeah they're gonna be like oh uh you guys uh you guys hear you guys hear this latest single from dan they're gonna put the tape in that's my jay leno not bad (laughs) oh i knew jay would pull me out of this what yeah no, it's all making sense. It's all making sense. <laughs> oh We're going to save it. You want, you guys want to hear this? Uh, we put this tape in this uh, cassette player here from this uh, 1986 Toyota. <laughs> Tracy, if you edit this out, you're dead to me. I'm letting you know right now. Leave it in. I need the world to know. So I did Splish Splash. I was taking a bath, <laughs> which I love that song growing up. And then I think I did California yeah. Dreaming, but I took it so seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> As I still would. I guess the littlest boy, Isaac, who's only three, heard a door song. He heard Not Light My Fire, Break On Through to the Other Side. Okay, yeah. They were driving by some guy's house. There was a guy like blasting it in the backyard. And he <laughs> said, she, Isaac said to my friend something like, Mama, I want to dance with that man or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> mama, Mama, let me dance with him. 
So they've been playing the song in the house and I'm like, oh my God, this is, see, this is where I'm like, oh, I would be a great mother, great or like overbearing, yeah. but I would love to expose a young child to like the best culture that we had over the past 500 years or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that would, and see what, we'll see what happens. Um, I remember like, I, I, was, I watched all kinds of old stuff when I was a kid from the 60s, like, it was just like around. I remember my mom getting upset because I was watching the Brady Bunch and she knew exactly what it was because she was a kid. And she's like, why are you watching it? It's so stupid. Oh, my God. It was my, <laughs> it was like, it was my favorite show growing up. I think it's like me. If I see somebody yelling, watching like Full House, oh, it's like, it. why are you, you know? Yeah. But Brady Bunch to me. Oh, my God. I loved the Brady Bunch. Are you kidding me? I was like, Same. I, I thought I was Cindy, but I was obviously Jan. I've always been a Jan. I've never been Marsha. <laughs> Still, I'm not Marsha. Marsha's like alpha bitch like Marsha sucks by the way <laughs> thinking about it ugh. and then Cindy was nice I've met Jan the actress who played Jan Eve Plum oh really yeah oh, wow cool because she uh did I hope she never hears this she did this uh I'm about to talk shit about one of the <laughs> this is how you know I'm just like bleeding my head off um yeah we did uh that thing in DC together when I sang for at the Democratic National Convention, famously with Richard Kind. We you may remember us from Andy Cohen's Jack Holes of the Week because we had like five microphones among seven hundred of us, and it was all these like Broadway performers who were like, "Give it to me." Oh, remember that? <laughs> I was yeah. on stage for that. I was part of that. It was great. I, by the way, I'm so grateful to have been a part of that because we took a bus, you know, early in the morning down to DC. Yeah. To like sing at this thing. And even in our rehearsals, I was paired with, I had some very lovely people with me. Well, Eve Plum was in my little quintet because we had to all share a mic. <laughs> and she was like really trying to order people around, but she's very little, you know? And I was just like, listen, Jan, you know, oh, no, don't you get said it. That? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying it to <laughs> okay. you. I'm saying it to you. I, I go, look, Jan, we all know what you're capable of. Okay. We all watched your show. No, but she's like not, she's not a warm woman. I think she's worked on it because I would see her at all. I'm for sure going to see her again in my lifetime. There's just no doubt. She would, she must live in New York and she would come to these events every now and again and always pretend not to know me. And like, she's just not nice. So I would always be like, Hey Eve, like, you know, I'm a bitch. Like I'll see someone. I don't even know what I talk to her or avoid her. I, I don't, that part of my life is so far from where I am today that I actually can't remember what I would be like in a social situation. Knowing this woman is like a little bit rude. She really is Jan, you know, knowing she's like a little bit right. rude. Like, would I, would I say like, Oh good. Like I don't have to deal with her. Or would I be like, Hey, from the, the thing with Seth, remember? I don't yeah, know right. what I would do. I actually, I swear I don't remember, but I do remember I did talk to her and she has a very handsome looking husband, by the way, like a hot kind of younger you're like, I'm kind. Mm. Like she, you know, all okay. right. It's impressive. George Glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kept talking. About, I actually never met him. I only saw a picture. She kept talking about him. George Glass. I was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever you say. Uh, that's so funny, George Glass. So, ugh, Brady Bunch was the fucking best. Oh, my God. Anyway. But um, you know who always nauseated me? Bobby. Was that the little one? Uh, Yeah. Never yeah, liked him. He was him. the littlest one, right? Never liked really? him. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter was good. Peter I was the, Peter. Peter was the star. Yeah, and by he the had way, like an arc. grew up to be the hottest one. Peter grew oh, up to be so? Christopher Knight and successful. If I'm not mistaken, he has a furniture oh, yeah, line. You're right. Yeah, very successful. Really? I'm almost positive. Oh. I know there is a Christopher Knight furniture line, and I'm almost positive 
he uh, had a show. Remember, he dated that girl from America's Next Top Model. They had a reality show together called like oh, yeah, Very yeah, Brady yeah. After some shit. Wait a yeah, second. Right. right. <laughs> Hold on. By the way, the show already makes no sense. Christopher. Yeah, that's him. You know oh, what? He makes he, furniture? I'll tell you that's something. Awesome. Outside of his extremely um, triangular soul patch, he looks fucking good. Like I, <laughs> uh, Christopher Knight. I'm telling you, I should have asked Eve about him. Like, what's his story? As you know, was so it actually, if I'm not mistaken, I'm almost 99% sure that the chairs that Meghan Markle and Oprah sat in were from his collection. I, I'm almost, what? wait, Christopher Knight home. When they entered and had to like part those beaded curtains to come onto the. <laughs> the wait, Oprah, I swear. Hold on. What? Yes. The chairs seen in Oprah's interview with Harry and Meghan were from the Christopher Knight home collection. Those were Peter Brady chairs. Absolutely. Wow. It all comes together. He really, but he has beautiful stuff. Like he really, I'm like, by the way, I'm like obviously in love with him. Yeah. I'm like, listen, listen, he's brilliant. He's hot. Um, He likes taller women. That girl, Adrian was like very tall. Uh, Long story hmm. short, I promise this is circling back to the music aspect of things. So Eve Plum, unfriendly, hot husband, uh, Richard Kind, really stole the mic from me. I told my, did I tell my Mandy Patankin story on the pod? I don't no, think I did. I, I told him. I don't think so, no. Uh, another, if we're just going to talk about people from days past, uh, days last week, days gone by. And Dan, I realize I'm not letting you talk. So let me just pause for a minute. Dan, how are things? Oh, glad you asked. Uh... <laughs> so last week, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I had a, a stressful day. I had a very, uh, I won't get into it here because I'll probably get in trouble if I bring it up. But I had a, I just had a very stress, just, you know, things okay. in life, just work things and things sure. I can't probably openly discuss ever, probably. But anyway. Uh, had a UFO related. Yeah, just all these saucers <laughs> constantly coming into my apartment. I'm like, get out. Um, I called a friend for advice. I have a friend who works in the business. I often turn to her uh, for help or just, you know, thoughts. And I called her up. I was in Riverside Park, which is near where my apartment is. And uh, I was in workout clothes. I'd gone on a very long walk that day. And I was really stressed. And I was just on the phone with her. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. This and that and the other. And as I'm talking to her, I see next to me this uh, blonde dog, like a lab, not a golden, because it wasn't shaggy. You know how goldens are just like big, puffy fucking angels? Yeah. This was like a short, because yeah. I, uh, goldens, I will, I will stop a car in the middle of a highway to like pet a golden. Like, I love that. <laughs> they're just beautiful horses. Like, honestly, if they're going to take the uh, Kentucky Derby wreath away from that Medina, they should give it to a golden retriever. I mean, that really, if you're going to just award a horse as a favor to me. <laughs> Give it to a beautiful golden. Well, while we're while we're rewriting the rule book, <laughs> I just how cute. Oh my god, why are there not? Why don't we have like fun dog derbies, not like scary greyhound ones, but like ones for goldens <laughs> race? That's so fucking cute. I would love that. Anyway, so I see this beautiful blonde like lab walk up next to me, and the owner, who's in like a red bandana, very much like Billy the Kid kind of energy. Um, <laughs> stands next to him and he does like like with his fingers and the dog without it missing a beat sits right away like to wait for the light to change so they could cross the street like the dog is oh. so well trained and i went yeah. i went oh my god and i went what i actually said was yo, yo my god you know how i am 
I turned into yeah, my yeah. mother. So I was like, "Yoy, look!" And the owner looked at me, and I looked up with rainbow eyes. I was just so excited. I was like, mm. and I almost was going to be like, "Can I?" I needed to pet that dog because I was stressed. Like I, this is like a therapy horse that was brought to me, you know, right. to de-stress. <laughs> And then the guy gave me such a dirty look. Like, he actually was not nice at all. I didn't say anything to him. I just uh, commented on the dog. And the guy kind of shot me a dirty look. And the light changed. And he walked. Uh, and as he walked away, I said, oh, my God. I just stood right next to Mandy Patankin with a huge, beautiful dog. And she goes, oh. She said, um, oh, why don't you get him to intervene on your behalf with the situation? Because he's a known rageaholic. <laughs> She was like, yeah, he's a known rageaholic. And I think he's worked on it, but he's like really mean. I go, by the way, I love how I'm airing all the dirt out. Fucking Jan from yeah, the Brady Bunch. Like, what else Mandy. <laughs> if you have an A and an N in your first name, buckle the fuck up because I'm coming for you. Lance Armstrong. Oh, no. Dan. <laughs> I would n- never come for you. That's hilarious. If you have a D and an A and an N in your first name. <laughs> three letters rhymes with Jan or... So, so anyway, yeah, so he's apparently very mean. And I got to say, he wasn't nice. He must live like down the street from me, which is so, it would have been exciting to me, but I'm just like, what? Mandy is someone who has like the best reputation. Loved him on Homeland. Obviously, Princess Bride, Uh, Dick Tracy soundtrack. Hello. One of the best. Hello. Uh, And then I, then I Googled it just to see if the dog, if it was his dog, because that would have been my final like Dateline plug. Yeah. And uh, it was, and the dog's name is Becky. And that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> so then I kept calling her Becky with the good fur because she's so fucking cute. And she just has beautiful, golden, hairy fur. No, so if I've taught the kids anything, I was like, oh, this will be great. I'll teach them oldies. And so on my phone, first mm. I started singing to them. And it was hilarious because they were doing it to be funny, but they kept um, clutching their ears and screaming, no, <laughs> no, stop. And I was like, really really singing and they kept doing, just being funny they were being so i was <laughs> they're just joking i was they're like crying i was howling with laughter i was like this is hilarious is this what kids are like like me singing as they just writhe in pain like i need that all the time oh my god then, uh, but I did go to the Isabella Gardner Museum, Dan. Oh, from the Netflix show? From the Netflix show, yes, ma'am. That's so cool. How do you uh, how do you like it? Was it? Uh, it looked like a lot of fun. It's like a old house that's like decorated. It's. I don't think she lived there, but she made exactly. She made it look like an old Renaissance mansion. It is one yeah. of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. It is so special. I really. I kind of couldn't get over how stunning it was. And and frankly, that I wouldn't have heard of it if not for this robbery. You know what I mean? Like this, right. if not for these people uh, stealing and thieving, I would have had <laughs> yeah, exactly. literally no idea. Um, well, they made a lot of money for this institution, actually, by stealing all their stuff. I don't think they made back their money because <laughs> isn't it at this point like half a billion dollars or something? It's It's insane how much those paintings were worth. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, this got me into a conversation, you know, as as you know, the listener, I the listener, uh, I majored in art history and I kept thinking, what is the value of art? There was a play that I saw with my mother when I was uh, a teenager in London called Art. And it was about I wish I could maybe I'll reread it this week because I'm sure it's very short, but it's about these three people and somebody buys a work of art. 
that is just a white canvas for like a hundred grand or something. Yeah. And they're debating the merits of what makes art worth art. A very interesting in a comedy. It was very clever. I think they, am I crazy or did uh Kelsey Grammer star in it with David Hyde Pierce and Jad Mahoney? Is that my delusional? I'm, I'm going to actually faint if that's true, because I saw it. It's um, a French think. play by Yasmina Reza. Oh, I love a female written play. Um, I definitely saw it in London. I don't remember who with, but if I missed my boo-boo Kelsey Grammer, my Republican boo-boo. I'm, Piece of shit Republican I'm, boo-boo. Go on. I might be totally crazy, but I feel like there was a production of it when, what, like, Frasier was at its peak that you could see. The three of them Am in I it? crazy? Well, I, I just think. looked up Kelsey Grammer art, and the first video that came up, which I'm tempted to play all three minutes and 15 seconds of it, is <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, the art of acting. Now, that is something I would like to hear more about. <laughs> quick funny thing so um it was pouring rain yesterday and i went to get in mm. i went to get in an uber the uber was like a fuck ton of money so i was like oh i'll get a cab i had to walk in the pouring yeah. rain 10 blocks to finally catch a cab Ugh. down 8th avenue i get this guy brand new car new rav4 has like 700 miles on it he's like oh do i hate when they say oh is this are we am i driving you home i hate when drivers ask that it's like it's literally yeah. none of your business if i live there i said oh no I live downtown. I'm visiting a friend. Meanwhile, I had like a huge luggage with me. I was like jangling my keys. I was like, no, 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 visiting someone. Right. But in the meantime, <laughs> as I was paying to get out and I looked, you know, I was wearing actually this hoodie and like I had no makeup on and I was rained on. He turned around and he went, you know, he, my hair was down. Not that it matters, but just hear me out. He went, you know, you're very handsome. You're, you're very handsome. <laughs> and I went, excuse. And I know that you can use that for a woman, but I went, excuse me. And he went, you're, you're a very handsome woman. He was a foreign guy. And I said, yeah. and I had given him like a 70% tip because it was pouring rain. And I went, um, don't make me regret the tip I just gave you. That's like not nice is what I said. I, you know, but oh, I, no. he, well, he, I said nice. I also felt like shit. I was also PMSing. I didn't even know that. It's not nice to say a handsome <laughs> okay, woman. Right, right. To say a handsome woman is a very, it's you're saying okay. someone is like a tall, it's like, a handsome horse, you know, like, yes, it's a compliment, <laughs> but it's like, you know, you're comparing a woman basically to like a handsome, like a strong jawed. I got where he was coming from. I just didn't like it. <laughs> okay. What right, were you right. going to say? What I were mean, you going to say? Well, I think it's a compliment, but it's a little less, uh, it's like, you can't really say like you're a beautiful woman. I guess you could, but like in that situation, like it seems a little bit more reserved and like polite somehow. I don't it, know. I, guess I was literally like, are you, I was in my workout clothes, a hoodie, like no handsome. makeup, hair down. Do yeah. you? He goes, you're a very handsome. <laughs> it always makes me think of Whoopi and ghost. Oh, and he's a handsome man. I always think of the way she says that. <laughs> I was like, handsome woman. I went, okay, thanks. And I said, I said, are you trying to compliment me? That's what I said. He goes, uh-huh. And I go, uh, most I go usually when you compliment a woman meanwhile I'm like I'm goading him into like uh sexually right. harassing me I was like you know you say that she's pretty or beautiful and he went yes yes very beautiful and I went that's better and then I got <laughs> <laughs> and I dialed it up to 85 percent yeah <laughs> no I was pissed oh mm. oh my god guys I'm so crampy though I just edit this whole thing out it hurts this sucks can you take anything or not really? You know what? My doctor said that I should get an IUD, but I've heard so many horror stories about I, I I'm like a weird um, Christian scientist when it comes to birth control where oh. it's weird. Like I'll take medicine. I, you know what I mean? Antibiotics, yeah. happy to get vaccinated for some reason with my birth control. 
I'm very old fashioned about it. I can't explain it. I just, I, I think because when my 20s, I took one and it changed my body chemistry. And so I'm like, okay, this isn't for me. And now I'm so oh, okay. afraid to try something else, which I know. And then I'll hear from 500 people being like, do this one, Kylina. They all sound like um, Cletus the Slackjaw Yokel's kids. Do Kylina. Do, <laughs> you know, Vimana. Do Yaz, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> there should be a Cletus sketch where he's just shouting out birth controls. May I? I also had a test done to see how many eggs I have left. You know, oh, they, they can, can do, tell you that. Yeah, mm-hmm, they can do a blood test to tell you like your reserve or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me, I want to know my reserve. So they called it the results last week. I'm fine. And they were like, um, I said, what about my reserve? I was so excited because like I remember Mercedes and Shaw's did it and they were like, oh, you have a lot of eggs left. And she went, oh, you're you're great. Like you've got a lot of eggs left. And I went, oh, really? I said, what? And she goes, you're at a number five, which I was like five eggs like i didn't know what that meant i was like five five okay and she said yeah you're at a number five I, she goes most women over 30 are at a number one what? so i was like huh wow, like that it's gonna actually, happen no but i'm like that seems unhealthy i'm like <laughs> so then i googled it <laughs> and i guess i maybe i'm revealing too much but who cares women who have pcos which is I I when I was younger I always thought I had that polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is a oh, okay. hormonal thing. It's really tough. Uh, Lena Dunham famously has it, but a lot of I know a lot of girls uh, yeah. who have it. Makes you hairy. You like lose hair. It's it's like a testosterone thing and makes you heavy set. So obviously, anytime I had like a mild soul patch and was up ten pounds, I'm like I got it. So I would always get tested, <laughs> and I never have gone fully all the way over into it. But I'm like always yeah. close. Like it's always like a risk, I guess, for it. Yeah. Oh, but I Googled and it, so girls who have PCOS are at a number nine. So I'm like, okay, I'm right in between the girls who have like a problem and the normal yeah. women, but it is not, to me, that's not healthy necessarily. It's like, maybe if I was at a three, I'd feel better. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they said that you were doing great. So like, I would just take that as. Uh, yeah. They were like, we don't know yeah. how healthy your eggs are. Meanwhile, they're going to put a uh, like camera up there <laughs> and just find like barnacles from SpongeBob. <laughs> Just like smoking cigars, the baby from Roger Rabbit being like, <laughs> they, they ain't healthy is my point. They ain't healthy. Um, but Dan, before we go, uh, anything that you'd yeah. like to share with us about your lovely weekend? Oh, I had a great weekend. I um, joined my community garden. So it was like actually working a lot in the garden this weekend, which I, I haven't done for, for years and years. But what are yeah. you going to plant? I'm planting tomatoes and cucumbers and peas and carrots and all this stuff. I'm planting this like new vegetable that's or not new, but like it's supposed to be a, it's going to be a trendy vegetable. I want you to up. know I'm already on the edge. <laughs> all my pain went away. Dan said I planted a new vegetable. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm excited. Wait, can I guess? Is it one I would have heard yeah. of before? I don't think so. Okay. Um, what is it called? It's called Celtus. I don't and know it. Yeah, it's a mixture of, I think it's a mixture of celery and lettuce. So it's like a stock lettuce. And on the, on the seed pack, it says that this is going to be the next trendy vegetable. The so, seed pack said it? <laughs> yeah. Is that the ice cream truck man going by? What is that? That is my rice cooker going on, announcing that it's time for rice. <laughs> Stands out. He's planting vegetables, something called Celtis, which, by the way, I would have called it like instead of lettery, 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 or you won the lettery. Yeah. 
my my lettery dream home. And it's just a home surrounded <laughs> by Celtus. <laughs> I don't know. Celtus sounds very Greek or something. It doesn't sound like delicious. I wouldn't be like, mmm, Celtus, yum, you know? <laughs> Well, I'm going to grow a lot and bring it for you. Change I would love tune. to try it. Honestly, I haven't tried a new yeah. vegetable in a long time, if ever. I don't think I've ever <laughs> tried one. My friend was planting radishes and said that they're a great veggie to plant because you can get new ones every three weeks. Something to keep yes. in mind. Yeah, they grow really fast. So I planted like 16 radishes and they're already like... Really? Were you the one who yeah, told me that fast. about the radishes? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> who well, else I is telling another- you about the... <laughs> Literally, the fact yeah, that anybody talks to me and calls me their friend, <laughs> I don't know why you do it. You you really bring it upon yourself. I mean, the fact that I go, somebody just was telling me about planting radishes. <laughs> That's what I say every time I hang up. I'm like, well, it's, it's your own fault. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, I'm so glad that we got these extra couple minutes in, Dan. It's just been, I just love you so much. If you don't follow Dan, at Dan underscore Acton. Dan, I love you so much. Thank you for doing the show. And uh, by the way, our guest today is Rose Abdu, who is a listener of the podcast, and I adore her. And here she is. Um, There's no one I'd rather be in a fetal position for than this week's guest. First of all, um, rare, I will say, where I meet somebody, and this happened when I met you, Rose, where you were so funny and so quick that I remember thinking, oh, this is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. And I never think that. Like, I'm quite, you know, a bit snobby about people in that sense. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is the real deal. Hilarity, the best. Um, She, first of all, I mean, you've been in every show. We're going to talk all about it. Gilmore Girls, That's So Raven, Rose. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> You're on Hacks. You were in uh, Barb and uh, Star Go to Vista Del Mar. You've just been on basically everything. We're going to talk all about it. You can also follow her at Rose Abdu online on Instagram. The wonderful Rose Abdu. Hi. Hello, Michelle. This is a very big dream come true because I am an avid midnight snack listener. And you seriously, I have to just start with gushing. I'm just going to gush because you got me through this pandemic. And I'm not, as you say, I'm not joking you. No, I'm not joking you. You, we took a walk every morning. I was trying to like not, you know, gain the COVID-19, which I ended up gaining the COVID-21. We'll talk about that in a second. But we would go on these long walks. I live in a very hilly neighborhood. So we would drive to the flat neighborhood and go on a walk. And Midnight Snack kept me sane through the winding Chevy Chase neighborhood that's so beautiful. So I associate like your jokes with like these houses with statues and pillars. And it was just the most lovely setting. But the continual, you made me laugh. You made me think. You kept me informed. I mean, I cannot say enough about how impressed I was, how you could do this through a pandemic, as you say. I mean, it was, it's, it's really amazing. It's an amazing feat. So just know that you have reached, I mean, many more than just me, but I just needed to tell you up front, aside from meeting you in New York and loving you the minute I laid eyes on you, yes. you oh, seriously, you. this past 18 months or whatever the heck it is, it's, it's been incredible. Well, really, Rose, truly. I got to tell you that, um, that means the world to me. And it's so funny when I meet people who listen, people who I know who listen, like I had, I did a, an Instagram live with Andrew Zimmern and he was like, Oh, I listen every week, the chef. And I genuinely was like, what? Like, why do you listen to my podcast? Yeah, yeah. Like I forget. 
Um, so, so that's your so nice. voice is so soothing. Aww. It's soothing. Oh God, like, I, I heard my you voice. say recently because, of course, I was catching up on all my mission. Yeah, I, I heard you say that to Rachel that you didn't love your voice. Your voice is so mellifluous. You have turned me on too to the Watch What Crappens guys. Oh, so yes. I'm obsessed with them. And I have to say, you have the most soothing voice and Dan Acton has the most charming giggle. Yes. And Ronnie Karam has the best giggle. Like all I want to do is listen to Ronnie Karam giggle, which I hope to meet him one day because he's Lebanese. Like, Oh, and by the way, you know, I love the Lebanese and I also love Ronnie and Ronnie and you would, I almost, I already know that if the three of us and let's say four of us, because Ben would be there too. If we ever went out, um, I know that I would feel left out because you and Ronnie would, uh, there would be, <laughs> oh, people would see like another Chinese space junk tower and you and Ronnie <laughs> just like clutching each other, orbiting the earth. You guys would I click. I love him. Oh, he's the best. I love him so much. I mean, I just, I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with that podcast because now it's to the point where I like to watch the show just waiting for what they'll wow. say on watch what like the only reason i watched the shows is to hear the watch what crap happens. my favorite ronnie karam story is that when i lived in la i went to whole foods and uh, bumped into him at the west hollywood whole foods on um santa monica and he had like a little hand you know the thing you carry your little basket and inside was a single can of beans and i was like so what's you picking up and he was like no i'm just on a diet he's like i'm literally just eating a can of beans i was like what and that is the only <laughs> thing he bought i'm like why even have the basket like just hold the shit in your hands but whatever that always made me laugh. I would watch an entire show of just you following people around in the grocery store. Now, Rose, why has that show not been sold? Because honestly, me following anyone mm. around a mall, yeah. uh, a Costco, uh, that's all I want to sitting see. at a cheesecake factory, that's all I see. A, a CarMax. Yeah, I want to see. I pitched a show. I worked for Fremantle very briefly in the summer of 2004. That's how old I am, Michelle. You're a newborn. I'm your elder. Newborn child. Listen to me. And by the way, looks stunning. And I don't see a pound on you. So if you gained it, I know you lost it. Go on. <laughs> I lost it. Oh, I had to work so hard to get it off. God. So I was worked for Fremantle and I pitched a show called Celebrity Closets. And the pilot, we shot it with Terry Garr, who I absolutely loved. And we're sitting in her closet. And I wanted her to tell me the stories of the various outfits. Like I wore that on Letterman. I wore this. And I thought that was such a good idea for it. They had no interest in celebrity. Wouldn't that be fun to like see someone in their closet? And I'm in my closet room right now. And I'd like to tell you stories of my sweaters. And Well, we can actually, if you want to, to, we can record the pilot for it right now. And I also want to point out because Rose and I are assuming that Rose is sitting in front of what to me looks like a 17th century Dutch panel still life. It's like the most beautiful screen. What is that behind you? you? This screen behind me belonged to the person who introduced you and I, Nia Nia Rodellis. Oh my God. This was in Nia's house in many houses ago. And I fell in love with it. And she knew that one of her friends loved it, but she couldn't remember who. So she gave it to somebody else. (gasps) And I became obsessed with this. I was so upset that the girl, we were not that close, but I was like, every time I go get involved, like at a party with her, I'd be like, you know, you have my fruit screen. And she got so sick of hearing it. I finally bought her a replacement screen so that I could take <gasps> what was rightfully mine, Michelle. Wow. See, now that's it. a story. That's the kind it. of soap opera I would like to get into. Like, um, gifts gone wrong. Those are things I'm, I, gifts gone wrong. I get that's right. very into that. I love, <laughs> yes. I, I can't say who's involved in this because oh, I, I would get in trouble, but um, there's a famous story that I just have, you know, filed away from many moons ago where, Somebody received a gift. I I wish I could say who. It's it was my mother. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. It was, <laughs> it was my mother. Listen, she's gonna kill me. I don't think I have never disagreed more with my mother. You know, people love my mom, Rose. They think she she is very glamorous, very funny. If you met her again, people face palm me into a sewer for two minutes with Judy. They love 
her. But she's difficult. You know, she's uh, from Israel. So there's that Middle Eastern kind of mentality, which I I think we have. That's another thing we bonded over. We have foreign mothers. I mean, my mother's Dominican and they're very, it's very glamorous and very like all my friends were like, is she a princess? When I was little, like very, very glamorous. Everyone thought my mom was a drag queen. Isn't that funny? And then I was like offended. (laughs) I swear one, like as an insult, someone was like, your mom's a drag queen. And I came home because my mom wore so much makeup. She was five foot 10. And I came, this guy, Kevin said that to me. And I came home and I told my mom and she went, that is a major compliment. She was like, they are the most it beautiful really women on earth. So absolutely. Thanks. Truly. I was like, with seething. fantastic eye makeup. Yeah. So did she get a present? What happened with the present? Listen to this. Her friend for her birthday, who is like a lovely family friend, bought her makeup from Estee Lauder as a gift well, from Macy's, whatever. My mother knew right. this is how fucked up my mom is that she knew that there was also a free gift with purchase that came with a thing that sure. obviously my the friend kept, which I also would have. That's like a bonus. And my mom called her to be like, tell me, did you get she went, did you get the gift too? And the friend went, yeah. My mom goes, well, I want that's part of my gift. And I'm like, you cannot ask for that. Like she got you a gift. What are you doing? The boldness. The boldness. The boldness. So gross. My oh. aunts would call that my, I had four Lebanese aunties that all lived together in the same house. They never married. They all had very good careers. So I was very spoiled by them. There were four little, you would be in my house. If you were a guest, my aunts would gasp when you walked through any of the doorways because no one in my family is over five foot four. <laughs> So they would look at the people like a tall, beautiful statuesque Michelle Collins walking through a doorway and go, is she going to clear it? Like they literally were so afraid, not afraid of tall people, but just fascinated by tall people. Like they just couldn't believe anyone would come that close to the ceiling. Anyway, by the way, there was a show that show that's on the home edit that's on Netflix where they do go into celebrity closets and like they did Reese. I just saw the Reese Witherspoon one and she was like, I wore this in Legally Blonde. And I was like. All right. Yeah, I saw that. It was fine. Yeah, I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested in that, you know, and you'd think I would love it. But this was 2004. I was pitching this. So, it was, oh, I know what I was going to say. My aunts used to say about your mother and the gift, more crust than a pie. That woman has more crust than a pie. That was their saying. I, I do feel like that is she was very uh, derogatory like against my I mother. It. Only I can say yeah. things about the crust <laughs> re- involving my mother, Rose. You know, we've, we're not 10 I minutes into this. completely I completely admire the fact that she asked for the extra gift. Why not? Do you know, do you mind a re-gift, Michelle? Do you mind a re-gift? I'm, I don't, I don't mind. Like if I know you got something and you just go, oh, you know, I got this from a gifting suite or whatever. Or somebody gave it to Different. me and I didn't like it. I, I had a birthday party once and I wanted everyone to bring me a gift that they had received that they, they didn't want. I love, I love a re-gift. I don't mind getting a re-gift. I'll be honest with you. A couple things. First of all, I don't have an issue. Cause I, you know, if I get like makeup for free, I always give it away. Cause I have so much shit. I'm like, just please. That's that. Okay. I don't consider a re-gift because it's not like you thought of me, bought right. me this thing. And then I gave it away. That's like promotional right. stuff. People right. don't really buy me gifts. I think about this a lot and let's discuss. Cause I, oh my God, are we going to get into this? Cause I'm ready. See, my love language is gifts. Like I, I like to shop, obviously, but I also am thoughtful. I really like to, I really like to impress. You know, in a way, it's almost selfish because I like to impress others with like the thing that I thought to get them. Like it makes me feel good knowing. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. Is it lovely? I, I, I really enjoy it. I like looking around. Sometimes the pressure can well, be a I lot. I don't like when people don't make a big deal about the gift I give. Like, I don't like when people go, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like my family, I realized my family, we're very over the top gift receivers. Like if you took the time to pick something out for me, I'm like, oh, I love this. I mean, even if I don't love, love, love it, but I love I that. That to me is lovely. That's a lovely, lovely. You know what I just realized? 
at literally right now as we're talking that I am not a good gift receiver. It ju- I just got it. Oh, I'm having really? a breakthrough as we speak. Yes. When I receive a gift, <laughs> so happy. sometimes do do? I do like it. I had a, my friend Jenny send me a beautiful purse, but like if my parents get me something, unless it's something I asked for, you know, if they just on a whim, I mean, 99% of the time I'm like, this is garbage. Like, I don't need this. I don't want this in my house. Like my mom went to Paris with my dad like 10 years ago and brought me back a denim studded clutch that was so ugly it looked like worse than Marshall's like I mean hideous and I'm going and she kept saying but it's from Printemps which is this like fancy store I go I don't give a fuck where it's from. it's hideous like I don't want this like give it and you know it always then becomes like well I'll give it to the cleaning lady that's always like, all right then the cleaning lady, poor cleaning lady is like I don't want it nobody wanted it <laughs> you know but I think that it's I don't know if it's because I'm hard to get gifts for I'm actually looking around my apartment to think what in here? Well, no, a friend once gave me a sculpture her dad made. I love that. I mean, I'm not terrible. I just, maybe I'm hard to buy for because people are nervous that I'm like, you know, judgmental or because, gifts from shows. Well, you're, you have very good taste. I mean, I met you listener. You need to know tell, that tell Michelle me. and I went to a show. We, we were, we were fixed up on a date. We were kind of on a blind date. We were, we didn't know and, each other um, to I, see our friends play. We didn't know each so other, cute. Mm-hmm. but I was such a fan of yours from, many things that I was so excited and almost to the point where I didn't want the show to start. So I was like, we need to keep talking, but everyone <laughs> says hello. The Susie Nakamura says hello. Oh. And Kate Flannery, all my friends know you love you Kate have been on your show. The best. It's and like Susie too. The best. She's too wonderful. Yeah. She is love. We go on early morning walks <gasps> to forest lawn, which many people think is creepy, but the cemetery is very big and open and empty. And we have very good socially distant morning walks. We just took one couple days ago and she said please tell michelle i said hello she's so i wanted to remember that she's so lovely yeah got together you were so you had on a black sweater and these fabulous earrings and these shoes that were so beautiful and you were so down to earth but you're like no you need to know that aerosol has stepped up their game so you hit me to the fact that i could get an aerosol flat do you remember that oh my god yes these beautiful They were like studded i love michael jackson shoes i taught the second uh, leaving neverland came out i threw them out I had these loafers from aerosol. <laughs> no, listen, that were, um, I think they were called like the East side flat or they were something. Like studded. They yeah, looked expensive. They were Everybody thought they were like Louboutins. They, they really look yeah. good. Yes. Oh God. Those yeah, fucking they shoes. They were so comfortable. I could walk like 10 miles in them and not have a problem. Yes. But then, um, I, Oh God, they were, I really learned to hate those shoes, Rose. I can't believe you saw me in them. I'm actually very upset. But now that you, you have this shop, like you're very good at shopping. I, I've seen your Zara coats. Like yes. you're just, you pick out the best things from the place. So maybe people are intimidated to get you a gift because you they don't know what to get that Michelle wouldn't get herself. I don't know. I know like what you're saying. I, but also I feel like that's not the case because I don't know. I feel like I'm excited when I get something like nice and like a little thoughtful. Right. I'm like, I can't believe, you know, I'm, I'm not snobby at all. You know that about me because you've met me. Like wow, I'm not right. like a, I would yeah. never hurt anyone's feelings. I don't think, you know, if they got me something and I was like, okay. Unless it was like extra horrible. And then I'd be like, well, right. I mean, <laughs> then I'd be like extra denim and study. I mean, my mom, she, this is a two week fight because of this episode between the free gift Estee Lauder chat. She's going to oh, fucking please. die. I'm like, please, please. I love her so much. <laughs> I love your mother. I love when you call oh her. My God. I think she's hilarious. So, so we funny. could call but her. I later. wanted to we'll tell give her you, best. go on. Yes. I want to call her and my mother, my mother. I'm going to see my mother. I know you just traveled. I, I'm going to go to Michigan and see my mother after 19, 19 months is the longest. I think I've gone ever without seeing oh my, my mother. God. She's 93. Wow, Rose. She's still very, she's very chic. My mother, my sister says she's wearing too much camel lately. My sister will just text me in capital letters, more camel. 
make the camel stop. Like she cannot stand it. Let me tell you, she's wearing beige. Camel is a very she's tough the closet. color to pull off. I not, we don't look good. In I camel. cannot We're wear it. Camel You'll never see me Can't in camel wear it. ever. No, no. I don't like a khaki. I don't Ooh. like a camel. I don't know. Speaking of what to wear, yes. you need to, I'm going to this premiere party this morning, this lady in a white hazmat suit with the full gear. She had the full face shield. She came to my door. She goes, we're just going to do it in the doorway. I go, okay. She had to swap. Sexy, yeah. I got COVID tested on my front porch. I felt very fancy because I've had like 43 COVID tests, but to get COVID tested on your front porch, that's fancy. Did your neighbors see? Right? Cause they know that you must be a working gal. I hope yeah, so. For sure. I really hope Where in LA did. do you live, by the way? Out. Are you in the Valley? In Glendale. <gasps> in Glendale. My favorite part of LA. On a high hill. Oh. Really? Well, the Americana, of course. Excuse me, Brand Boulevard. I know all the hacks with the Americana. Yes. You got to park at the yes, Home Goods. You do. Here's a tip. <laughs> People are going to judge me. I don't give a shit. There's exactly. half an hour parking right Brilliant. by the door by Home Goods. They do not check. You can leave your Brilliant. car there for eight hours. They won't say. Oh, I any- didn't know that, Michelle. It's the best time. Oh, because in the parking lot, it's 90 minutes free, but the half hour door. Okay. You're teaching me something about my own time. I mean, I, I'm fantastic. ruining the garage for everybody, but you can go park there. You walk to the Americana. There's nothing better. The best sushi Your over genius. there. Uh, but I also just like Glendale. I like the Frida, people. You have good restaurants. Glendale. Fun. Yeah. It's really fun. And, and so tomorrow night, there's a party for Hacks which premieres, I have to plug it right now, on HBO Max on May 13th. So they're doing a rooftop party at a place called Harriet's. I don't know from Harriet's Rooftop. I've never heard of Harriet's I don't know rooftop. it. I'm going to look I don't it know up. If it's new. You know how like a lot of places have popped up because there's rooftop dining or whatever. Anyway, they COVID, t- which I thought was good because I thought I'm getting on a plane the very next day to see my 93-year-old mother. And I've not eaten at a place with people other than my husband. I have not eaten anywhere since, you know, early, early 2020. I haven't been. You guys have not left a mask off. You've not left the house, like gone out to a meal once because not gone out to a meal, gotten carry out and brought it home. And I've had to eat, you know, at the set with people because we shot that whole show. Wow. They were very careful, but we it was really a different experience working on a television show during pandemic. I, because, yeah. you know, part of the fun is the hanging out at the cast chairs. So you felt like you had to put your mask and your shield on between every take. So it's like I got to talk to Gene Smart hanging out in chairs, but we always were masked and shielded. And it was different. It was like there was it was different than the experience of like getting to know the actors and having fun and, you know, keeping your mask and shield on all the time. Well, I want to talk about and then how how safe was it putting well, taking it on, putting it does. It's all it off, that it that on, to me is a bunch of show. I, I feel like when I've the couple times that I've, I did like the Drew Barrymore yes. show or something and they understandably look. I appreciate them trying or any, sh- I think everyone is trying to be safe now, obviously with people yes. getting vaccinated and I'm assuming you've been vaccinated. It's a little bit more, uh, not as anal. Right. But yeah, it right, doesn't right. make any sense The on and off the visor, all of it. It's, you know, I am a science lover. I am a paranoid Thanks. Jew. So when at the high and I'm a New Yorker, so obviously living here surrounded by animals, I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting it, you know, in the park, height of pandemic, wearing the mask. Now they've said, oh, you don't have to have the mask on when you go outside. Right. Which, by the way, I was like, great. So I, I don't wear it outside anymore. And I'll tell you that everyone still has it on. I, I get looks um, yeah. from people and it's like. But listen, if it's hot out or I have a gloss on, I don't really want to put my mask on outside. Okay. Like I'm just being honest. You know, it's that is not how right. it's getting I totally transmitted. Get it. By the way, Harriet's right. Rose. I looked it up. Is it any four point one out of five stars? That's good enough for me. Hello. It's at the All rooftop right. of the one hotel. 
I have always loved Jean Smart so much. And I love that I there's love this Jean Smart renaissance happening right now. She's on Mayor of Easttown. Are you watching Mayor of Easttown? I'm not. And I've heard you talk about it, which made me want to see it. I was telling Tracy, hey, Trace, I was telling Tracy that everything you mentioned, (laughs) I want you, I so desperately want you to go, hey, Trace, edit that out. And I said, and Tracy, don't. But yeah, so I I Uh know what I said to Tracy, she said, what shows are you watching? I go, whatever Michelle tells me to watch, I'll watch. I mean, you, I know you said it's a little bit dark. It's a little bit depressing. My husband loves it. The Kate Winslet, he absolutely loves it. I haven't started it. I'm having a hard time concentrating on shows. Like I wanted to, I love Call My Agent, that French show, but I haven't been watching the new season i don't know i have like a very strange short attention span lately for shows but i do want to watch mare to me she's on that the good thing about mare she's she's great in it it's the first time her accent has not annoyed me where i don't see i'm gonna say this where i don't see like the flicker behind her eyes like i'm a british person i you know when you have to do an accent and like you don't use yes, you're a robot yes. like you can't be human anymore because now your brain has shifted into this other language almost with her. I always feel like I see it happening and it takes me out of it a okay. little bit. She seems to be comfortable in this part. I like it because everyone on it is so haggard that I'm like, oh, I feel youthful and fresh. You know, they all look so horrible on it that I'm like, Jesus, I need to move to I want to be the hottest girl in Philly. Can we pitch that? I guess that's hot in Cleveland technically, but. Yeah. There needs to be another one hot in Philly. Hot in Philly, just like me going to Philly and being like, I'm stunning here. Um, But Jean, what is, because her career, right? She was on Designing Women. Right. Which I didn't really watch that much. I watched it. I love Delta Burke. Like, I liked that show growing up. Uh, But then kind of, well, you know, maybe doing character acting. But now all of a sudden she's like the most in-demand incredible what happened did you watch dirty john the dirty john show when it was on i watched the first two episodes of it because i do love me some eric banna yes she was so amazing as connie britton britton's mother she was amazing in that and in fargo she's just incredibly sweet and down to earth and i think this role is just going to really just be incredible for her she's a stand-up comedian it's so one. It's done by the people who did Broad City, which I think was very funny, and um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I'm excited. I play her house. I like to say it was her house manager. That the final callback, which was during pandemic, I said to the producers, "Is is Josefina?" Well, at the time, the character's name was Yanira, and they actually let me name my character. So I said, "I want her name to be Josefina," because <laughs> she was sort of my mother's enemy. Uh-huh. And I said, "I want to play," because I was imagining Jean saying Josefina, like. I was trying to find a name that I would like to respond to. And um, she, the character, I said, is she, is Josefina Jean Smart Carson from Downton Abbey? (laughs) I wanted her to be more than just a housekeeper. I go, isn't she the house manager? And they were like, yes, Rose, she really is. I go, so she, she manages the staff. She's not just her housekeeper, but I wanted to do it just to be in Jean Smart's presence. Really, A little, a little authority for you. I could see would go a long way. By the way, let me say that the creators of uh, the show, Paul Downs and Lucia Aniello and Jen Statsky, all three, the funniest period. I'm like Twitter friends with them and I adore them. Yeah. Do you, um, what was I going to say to you? How do you deal with any sort of authority? Because for having met you briefly, we've really only hung out, I think twice, right? Cause then we got dinner together twice, in right. Los Angeles. Once in New York and went, yeah. That beautiful dinner Goldies. that we had at Goldie's. It was so nice, but yes, you're so sweet. What sign are you Rose? Sagittarius. Ah, there you go. December. What's your birthday? It's November 28th. November 28th. Yeah. I always go Sagittarius, the friendliest of the 12. I always say that. 
And I love meeting other Sagittarians. I get so excited when I meet someone who's born near me in any way. I don't know why that is. Like November 27th, I'm November 28th. Like I'm that Well, person. because everyone is selfish. I'm the same way. When I meet like other cancers, I'm like, oh, don't we love mm-hmm. the home? Like, don't you love being at home? And they just like walk away from me silently. I'm like, classic cancer. And we laugh and laugh. Cancer people are very generous. My father was a cancer. Very generous people. That's nice of you to say. What, I always love. What day cancer. was your, or what day is your dad? He was June 27th. Uh, yeah. Another yeah, I love, and I believe in it. I have a lot of people in my life who are like, oh, astrology. I'm like, no, there are definitely common traits in people. Sagittarians are all very, fr- I have friends that are like the 28th, 29th, 30th, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th of November, like my friends. So yeah. it's, there is something to it. There has to be, but yeah, what were you going to say about it? I was going to say, are you, have you ever had a job like before you were an actress, were you always acting or did you, were you ever like a manager or something? I'm just curious how, you know, you were. I worked. Are you familiar with the JL Hudson company? No. It was a big giant department store in Detroit that eventually Marshall Fields bought it. And then Macy's bought Marshall Fields, but it was that big, enormous department store, downtown Detroit. That was legendary. It was just, it was better than the the biggest of the biggest when Macy's was at its heyday. And I actually worked in the downtown Detroit um, Hudson's. And I sold private eye sunglasses. I was a private oh, eye representative. I don't know what that is. I sold, I was a contingent. So I went, I sold Jordish purses. I sold belts. I sold, I loved working retail because I didn't have to, you know, it was a summer job. I was, you know, yeah. that, so I did that. And I was also a receptionist at a real estate company in the Hancock building in Chicago wow. on the 41st floor. And Michelle, it was so glamorous when I walked in, like I used to love watching the show, Bob Newhart. And I wanted to be Carol on Bob Newhart. Cause she sat at the desk in the middle. I was like, somehow I'm going to sit at a desk in the middle. As soon as I got off the elevator and I saw a green marble desk, I was like, this is for me. And there were five partners in the real estate company. And I was the receptionist and travel coordinator for all of these guys. The view was the most magnificent out the window was Oak street beach. It was Chicago, the 41st floor, the beach. It was beautiful. There was a grocery store on the 44th floor. I would make up any excuse I could to get to go up. Cause you had to sign a pass. <laughs> I would just, I think we're out of creamer. I think we need more period, like things we did not need in the office just so I could take the shopping cart my first year in Chicago and just walk around the 44. It was glass on all sides. So just imagine grocery shopping on the 44th floor of a building. Like, was it fun. for everybody and or just was the my, people who worked in the building? The residents in the building was very hard to get wow. into. So I had to prove that I worked in the building and all I wanted to do. Part of me loving that job was just because I wanted to shop on the 44th floor. Oh my God. It. And eventually... Chris Farley ended up living in that building. You know, I got, that was my last office job. That was my last job job. And every job since then, since 1988 has been acting. Every every job. My first touring company was, I must tell you this, because I know, I know you'd be interested because you love these people. My first touring company at Second City was Chris Farley, Stephen Colbert, Paul Danello, Amy Sedaris, myself. I'm not joking you. Like if I had to pick an orgy, like if you're like pick an orgy, right. I'm like it's that. That's my. Right. That's it, Rose. You're welcome. By the way, wait. Can we talk about that in part two? Because I have so many questions about yes. comedy, and I'm so thrilled by the way that you're doing this. And I'm honestly very touched that you listen to this show. So, um, I'm so glad you could be here. It's my favorite. I genuinely. It's my favorite. I'm not kidding. You. You're making me feel. You're healing me. Like there's some sort of holy water energy you're giving me because I feel better. I'm not. It may also be I'm the so oxy. Glad. It may be the oxy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm going to be like rolling around my floor, like on intervention by the end of this. I cannot wait. Um, Watch Hacks, which uh, it's on HBO Max this Thursday, right? HBO Max. Yeah. May 13th. May 13th. We're going to talk all about that show too in part two. Um, I'm the biggest HBO Max fan. I think it's the best streaming service. I say this to anyone 
who asks. I love it. Uh, all right. More Rose Abdu. Follow Rose on Instagram at Rose Abdu. Um, my head is feeling warm, which means that part two is going to be really fun. Let's see if the drug so takes a hold over me in the next <laughs> 30 minutes, if I can keep it together. It feels so bad for Don't you. I feel bad. I know. Listen, I could do things about this and I choose to suffer, if that makes any sense. We'll talk about that later. Sure. Uh, Rose, I love you. We'll be back for part two, everybody. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.